welcome to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner, chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way. Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra, where we talk all things running, mindset, and really tuning into your body. This week, I wanted to talk a bit about running through the holidays, some additional winter running tips, and just kind of a brief catch-up. I thought this might be a good direction to go this week because I found, you know, once the holidays start approaching, we get other commitments and different things tend to take priority. It can be kind of tough to make that switch and to start putting that time into other things without that guilt because you missed a run or missed a workout. This week, I missed several. Um, It tends to happen as I go through. I'll have one week where things are just off. I think it's going to happen more the farther into December we get. I had thought I was doing pretty well considering, you know, where my kind of schedule lands with workouts and running just seemed to land nicely around Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Um, So I figured I would be pretty well set for getting those fit in. But I do know that things will pop up. People will come to town and there'll just be a lot more going on. So I need to make that adjustment to if I miss one now, it's not going to be a big deal in the long run. I'm still working towards those goals And really missing these isn't going to stop me from getting there. If I miss too many, of course, that's not ideal. But we have to give ourselves a little bit of leeway, especially this time of year. I think things can tend to get a bit hectic enough without us putting that added pressure on ourselves to make sure we get to the cross training, get to the weight training, or get those runs in, or get those, you know, really long runs in. That said, I do think it's still important to take that time if you need to and to not, you know, deprioritize yourself. So set aside that hour if you're wanting to get out or set aside three hours or four hours if you're really, you know, want to get that long run in. It's just if things happen to crop up and you need to miss one or need to bump one, it's not going to be the end of the world when it comes to your training. I think it's important to still take that time for ourselves, but we also don't need to berate ourselves because we're missing something. I think it's kind of a a fine line and a balancing act uh, as it is throughout the entire year, really. It just seems to be more in focus this time of year. Running uh, this last kind of few weeks has been interesting here. Still dealing with a ton of ice. It's gotten a little bit better. I actually had one of the trails that I like to run was sanded. So that made it infinitely better. It's still sections though where you just, you cannot run. It's a sheet of ice underneath. It would be safer to have skates on and be going that route. That said, it's what happens this time of year. If there's no getting away from it, I would prefer to be on the trails than, you know, running 
through town on the roads, which I do still do a portion of with just about every single run. But if I can hit the trail for a while, even if it's a sheet of ice, I will. It's just where I prefer to be, where, you know, I'm happier to be. So if I have to walk a section because it's icy, it's really, it is what it is at that point. I think it's important to remember as we're running through the winter that we're going to be running slower. It's going to be a lot different than what we're running in warmer temperatures or better surfaces. And part of that is, I mean, the ice for sure, because there's sections where, yeah, you want to be running, but you just can't. It's also the cold. Your muscles are tighter and take longer to warm up. And that in itself will reduce your pace. Winter running for me is a mindset. It's, you know, you're really training your base. You're training for the warmer temperatures and to be better set up going into that year. It's tough to do speed work. Hills you can definitely still do, depending on the ice situation on the hills. But speed work is is hard. It's hard to get into that groove when you've run into that section that's not runnable. But in that, I find there's a certain kind of freedom in winter running too, where you're just out there. It's a lot more you and the elements than any other time of year. Even in the summer during a storm, it's completely different. You can be running through, you know, a creek and it's not the same as running through snow or ice. I find winter running is definitely really good for getting your mental training in, especially if you're looking at an ultra, that mental toughness and grit to go out and to keep going when conditions are way less than ideal is hugely beneficial. And that's kind of what I look at winter running as for a majority of it. It's setting that base, getting that mental training in. When you get up and it's, you know, minus 16, or we definitely dip a lot lower than that, but on an average, we'll say minus 16, it's dark out. It can be a challenge to convince yourself that you want to do this. You want to drink your coffee, then get ready, put on your shoes, and you want to go outside. You want to go for a run in the pitch black. I found that it's actually been helpful this time of year because there's so many Christmas lights out and there's something about running through them when it's dark, when you know people are just getting up and heading into work. It's usually kind of six, seven o'clock in the morning. So it's still really dark, but there's still definitely people heading out. So there's a bit of traffic, but it's still really quiet and feels like the world is still asleep and you're out there and you're running through the colorful lights, all the Christmas lights and the twinkle lights and through the snow or trying to shuffle along on the ice. But yeah, there's something just really kind of magical about that. I've had taken a bit of a driving tour to see 
various Christmas lights and what people had up. And that's kind of what got me out the door one day is because I really wanted to run by this particular set of lights. And I was, I don't know what was so special about it, but there was something to it. And I just kind of held on to that. And that's what really got me going and got me out the door. So there's things about this time of year that can make it, you know, a little bit tougher to prioritize getting out, but there's some things too that can really draw you out into that weather. And it's just a matter of finding what works for you and giving yourself grace on those days that might not work out. I had one morning um, this last week when I had got up a little bit later than I'd like to to go out for a run. And my intent was really to go. It was usually an off day for me, but I had missed one run, so I'd gone the following day, and so my schedule was just a bit thrown. And I had my coffee and thought about going, and there was just part of me that didn't want to go that morning. And you know, normally when that happens, I have a lot of guilt about it. And for some reason, I just didn't that morning. It was a matter of, you know, I think we just need to take this morning off, have another cup of coffee and kind of ease into the day. And it was really actually nice to be able to do that and to do it without that overbearing guilt. So I think part of that is, you know, the work schedule and the last minute things that have been thrown on and become, you know, fairly urgent, that side of things. So to give myself that little bit of grace and not to have that guilt over it is kind of what inspired this episode. It's that we need to be okay with taking those days and to allow ourselves to rest. If we end up really sleeping in one day, maybe we just needed rest instead. It's not going to be the end of the world. We just need to make it so it's not a habit. So last week I was, you know, way off schedule. Things didn't work out the way I had initially planned them to, but that's fine. I can get back on track next week. It doesn't need to snowball beyond that. I went for my usual long run and chat on Friday and I take Saturdays generally are my full rest day. So I still maintained that and probably ski tomorrow and then I'll get back into my routine. So tomorrow be cross training, skiing, weights, Monday run and weights, and I'll just fall back into the schedule that I'm really testing out to see how it works. And that's what this month and last month have been for is to find what is going to work best for me going forward. And then once January hits, I'm going to take that and really build out a plan because I want to hit some different goals this year. So I'm going to try and have a loose plan, not a you know training plan per se, which of course it is, but it'll be a bit looser in style. So if I miss one or need to bump one, I don't feel like it's all thrown off. I did have an interesting um, inspirational moment, I guess, this last week where 
this one runner, um, it is She Runs North based out of Fort McMurray. You can find her Instagram or Facebook. Uh, last year, I was following her journey. She was initially planning to run the Iditarod. And, you know, because of everything that was going on, she wasn't able to go and do that one. So there was, you know, plan B was to run the same distance up in the Fort Mac area, uh, which ended up having to be scaled back again because of what was going on. And so I can't remember if it was plan C or even if we got to plan D, but it ended up being about 200k that she did in January. And it was really interesting to watch, especially when it comes to winter running, because I tend to, you know, tap out at probably minus 20, maybe 25. But after that, I'm usually like, I'll just hit the bike instead. She had um, done really good in preparing for the cold. Of course, you can never predict the weather. And instead of it being ridiculously cold, it was super warm, which had its own set of obstacles. So the fuel ended up melting. And the snow conditions being really soft made it a lot harder because then it's really like running through thick, heavy sand and things get really wet. So she is planning um, to map out an Iditarod qualifier and that's happening in January. And I think it's going to be about 220k. The prerequisites for going on like just this map out run and which, of course, will be very similar for doing the run, is to you know be self-sufficient, be able to you know carry what you need, not need to rely on anyone else to get you through, but also to be able to do all this at temperatures of minus 40. And I thought, I know people run in that cold. I've watched Saskatchewan runners out there running in minus 50, and I just... I haven't got myself there yet, but looking at this and looking at what her plan is and what the gear is really gets the wheels turning a bit and trying to figure out how a person would train themselves to get there and to be able to do it in that cold of temperature because like there's cold and then there's minus 40. And I've never been one to really let weather or temperature stop me from going out. Even as a teen, we'd go out, you know, minus 30, potentially down to minus 35. I can't remember if it was that cold. Um, we'd be out hiking and snowshoeing in that. And it's always a matter of you just need to dress for it. So one thing I've decided that I'm going to do this year or this winter, if the opportunity arises, is to go out in the cold temperatures. So not tapping out just because it's minus 30, minus 40, if we even get to minus 40, which we might not here. But to find the gear that works, and it really has to be dressed properly for it to be safe, but I wanna find a system to go when it's still that cold or colder and to have a good run. And just to prove to myself that I can do that, to test and see what it feels like. Because 
again, probably the most dangerous phrase that I utter to myself is, that would be pretty cool to be able to do that. And it's really true in this case. I was out this last week and it was probably minus six. There was a wind blowing. I had dressed for warmer. Like when I checked the temperature, I thought it was going to be about minus three. Um, so I definitely was dressed light and I was out there running. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to run like a long distance in super cold temperatures, but it's all mentality and training. You're not going to go from, you know, minus five to minus 40 and be fine. It's a matter of adjustment. Just like you don't go into hot temperatures without training for it. I think I'd be way better off running in extreme cold than extreme heat. Me and heat just have never really gotten along. I think I tried one run at plus 25 and I tapped early because I was dying of heat. Um, It just doesn't sit very well. I didn't train for it either. Usually I go early in the morning and I went in the heat of the day. Um, so there's that too, but I also have less interest in running through heat. Like I feel more intrigued in running through the cold than the hot. And that's one thing that really kind of comes up with traveling to these different ultras is just what is the temperature going to be? How hot is it going to be in these other areas? Um, because yeah, me and heat just have never really gotten along. So it might be an idea to adjust to change that perspective and to look into really doing these winter runs, which I honestly didn't know existed until I started following that she runs north. And I didn't know you could run the Iditarod. I didn't know there was an Iditarod Ultra. I figured when she had first said it, honestly, I was picturing her running alongside these dog sled teams. And I thought, that was pretty interesting. Um, but I see it's not that (laughs) as cool as that might be. And if it was, I actually might be more intrigued because there would be dogs everywhere. I feel like I've probably gone down a bit of a rabbit hole and got off topic a bit, but to bring it back kind of to where we started, um, winter running, is going to be a lot different than any other form of running. But if you're looking to summer runs or just warmer temperatures, just consider these tougher winter runs as building that solid base that you need to succeed, building that mental training. And if you really love being out in the cold, you're finding you know, a certain aspect to it enjoyable, then There's always winter ultras out there, apparently, that might really be well suited to you. Just because there's people that do, you know, the bad water or the hot runs or various mountain runs doesn't mean that that's what you need to shoot for, too. One thing I've learned going through um, running and getting into, you know, the ultra community and the running community is if there's something that you enjoy, there's probably a run suited for it. There's probably something that 
would fit your goals and what you're interested in. And just because the majority are doing these mountain ultras or these big, you know, Western or it doesn't mean that that's what you need to look at or aim for or be interested in. There's, you know, multi-day stage races where you can go out for five days and run, you know, maybe 20k one day, maybe 50k the next day and, you know, run through the mountains. There's Iditarod ultras, there's marathons in probably the North Pole or South Pole, I can't remember which one or where that was, but there's really something for everyone. So if you're kind of just getting into it and maybe these more popular runs just aren't quite sitting right with you, just keep digging. There will be something. If I've learned nothing over the last couple of years in this community, it's there's literally something for everybody. You just need to keep looking. So as we go into December, just remember to give yourself some grace over the holidays. Even if you've got a big run coming up early in the new year, don't let it stress you out. There's going to be a lot of things popping up. But remember, it's okay to prioritize yourself if you need to get out for that run. You don't need to feel guilty for going. And if something comes up and you need to bump the run, you also don't need to feel guilty for not going. So I guess don't feel guilty. Everything is going to work out. These two weeks are not going to make or break it. Just remember to get back into that routine and... Don't let, you know, one week that's off or two off weeks sideline your goal. You can get back into the swing of things and those missed workouts or those missed runs are not going to be the end of it for you. It's not the end of the world. And so thanks for tuning in again. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would either leave a review or share with a friend. Or if you're so inclined, you could do both. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Chasing Barefoot Ultra.